Holler is intended for mature audiences only, so your mom is definitely invited. Sometimes controversial, always engaging. It's the podcast that lets your voice be heard. It's the podcast that shouts you out. It's time to holler. Can you dig it? I could eat a unicorn one day through a Pop-Tart. I like... You like the jizzy part? Yeah, I like the way it explodes. You like it? And to swallow it down. Oh, my God. Your tweets, snaps, Facebook comments, and even phone calls. Holler. You need to give kids It's much less offensive than that. J.D., Brian, and Gracie. Holler at your boys. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is J.D. Short. You can hit me up on all social media at J.D.S.H.R.T. And to my left, this direction, is my good buddy, Brian. What's up, Brian? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic tonight. Thank you, Holler Nation, so much for tuning in. We're so happy to be here. Uh, we are running a couple minutes behind, and let me explain why this was the most entertaining uh, pregame before we even started the show. So this is how you know it's already going to be a funny show. It's always a good show with Mayshawn. This is the guy we're checking back up on that was trapped on a cruise ship during the COVID pandemic. I feel bad for laughing, but he's a good sport about it. He's going to be hilarious tonight. Can't wait to talk more about it. Uh, I want to shout out our uh, website, officialholler.com. Please go check it out. That's where you can find all the episodes. You can find our bio information, and you can find this huge list of upcoming guests. Um, and by the way, if you guys know any guests, somebody that would be good on the show, shoot us a message. We will add them to the list. That's what Gracie does. Speaking of Gracie, Gracie, what is up? Greetings, Earthlings. It's your girl, Gracie. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. No, yeah. Hey, girl. Anyway, Andy, don't laugh at his Viking hat. Anyway, hey, what's up? It's me. I'm here. I already tell you all my stuff every week, so just go back and rewatch an episode. That's it. <laughs> sure that that that. <laughs> so, uh, as Brian said, we have a uh, fantastic guest with us this week. Uh, he what used to be locked on a fucking ship. <laughs> That's the end of that statement. The next statement is his name is Mayshawn Morton. <laughs> the next statement is he's currently looking on his phone right now. I think probably swiping on was it Grinder, Tinder? What? Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> I gave a clip on Grinder in West Virginia. It's a sad, sad story. More <laughs> about that later. This is part two of the Captain on a Cruise Ship story. It gets weirder, ladies and gentlemen. May Sean Morton is here. You can hit him up on Instagram at May May Fierce. That's M A E M A E F I E R C E. We're going to talk with him about everything that's happened since that fascinating story when he was here weeks and weeks back. Um, technically, he wasn't here. He was on a ship, for fuck's sake. And he was locked on it, couldn't leave it. It's a crazy story. We're going to have him recap that, and then we're going to talk about his experience from then on to now, as well as we're going to open up a bunch of answers from Holler Nation about stuff. Michael Jett uh, remembers him. He, see, he remembers you. People remember you, Mason. And um, uh, we're going to open up some. We're also going to play a really fun game. Just want to remind everybody we're uh, powered by Camo CBD. If you go to CamoCBD.com and put in the offer code J-O-D-I or Jody, you will get free shipping on anything you buy. They uh, specialize in CBD products such as shots and gummies. As a matter of fact, Mayshawn has done a little bit of model work for them. We'll talk about that, too. 
But before we do anything, Brian, I believe it's your turn to do a little toast action. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to lead the way with a toast. We'll kick this thing off. And then, as JD said, we are going to give away a camo sample pack uh, at the end of the show. So that's your reward for sticking around. You're going to play a decades trivia game with us. Uh, we will give the winner a camo sample pack. We're going to do this every week, guys. Camo is the shit. There's no other way to say it. Proudly powered by Camo CBD. Um, all right, guys, raise your glass. Here we go. Guys, we are not our age. We are our energy. Cheers. Ooh, I like it. Jaeger monster. Good one. A little bit. I don't know why some of those sound longer than others. That was like the longest intro forever. Don't know why. It's the same intro as always. But uh, guys out there in the live chat, uh, talk to us. We will we will chat back at you. We'll throw your stuff up on the screen. You've got Gracie over here. She's going to sh- talk shit to us all night because that's what we hire her for. It's what Gracie does. She's great at it. And she's married, by the way. Gracie's married now. Brian, don't tell people that. Every episode uh, leading up to her marriage, we talked about it. So now it's over. Let's just fuck it. Let's keep talking about it. Gracie's married. Um, Forever and ever was the best wedding ever. It's the best thing to happen in 2020. Holler Nation, we've got Mayshawn Morton here with us this evening. Uh, just, to, just to recap here, he was trapped on a cruise ship. We're going we're gonna to recap that a little bit, then we're going to talk about what happened afterwards on the Princess Cruise Lines between the dates of March 14th and May 9th. Let that sink in. That's a long ass time. So, Mayshawn, for those that maybe didn't see the first episode, a quick recap of just some things. Like, for example, what I remember from your episode, you you were rationed uh, alcohol and you were pouring it into a bottle and saving your alcohol. My favorite part of the <laughs> You know, I forget about things until you say it, Brian. It's like the second, <laughs> second time that that's happened to me. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah. I was rationing my liquor, not even liquor, my wine, my wine. Well, cause you're not, you're not a, you know, you don't power drink like Brian and I do. Like you, you, you probably have a cocktail in the evening on an average there. You and Brian will kind of people that will polish off a fucking 18 pack on a party night. Oops. But like, whoops, sorry. When I drink, the thing is, for me, when I drink, I drink with purpose. I don't drink just to like have a little sipsy. So a little I don't sipsy. drink for the taste of it. I drink for the effect of it. Yeah, for the effect of doing so. Well, so but basically, long story short, uh, you've been you were a performer for Princess Cruise Lines. Um, it was was it performer? Was that your title? What was your particular title for them? Can we even talk about that on that production cast member? Okay. Cast member for Princess Cruise Lines. 
back at it again with the white fans. All right, we're back on the show um, with Mayshawn Morton. Um, hopefully, if you are seeing this right now, um, we've started a show. And uh, if this is all you're hearing at the beginning of the show, it's because uh, Facebook or somebody messed up. It is fine. Big deal. Internet's stupid. We're just a dumb, stupid podcast. And welcome to our dumb, stupid podcast, Mayshawn Morton, who was captive on a cruise ship for a very long time. Uh, what we were talking about before the little break there was you were uh, a cast member, production a cast member on Princess Cruise Lines, and you were essentially quarantined on a single boat, which a lot of people would think, oh, you know, a boat, but no, this is more like a city. You were quarantined on a city-sized boat for, I think it was almost two whole months, close to two whole months. Can you give us more info about, about it? Yes, uh, you're exactly right about when you say boat or city. Like it, they are small cities. It's not just like a boat floating down the Ohio River. Um, but yeah, I joined the ship August. I think it was a leap year, so it was August. I mean February 29th, and then I started my install period to set up the show. So I didn't get off the ship at all during that time. And then March 14th is when COVID hit the fan. And they got, they took all passengers off of cruises, period, point blank in period. They left the crew. So from March 14th, the company's operations were suspended and they are still suspended. Um, and I was on the ship technically from February 29th till May 9th. Wow. Wow. So you were literally on that boat for technically two whole months. And the first in the beginning, you had no clue that something like a wave of a virus was even going to happen and just completely uproot everyone's lives. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, there were rumblings about it. Like the news was talking about it. Because when it existed since December. Yeah. I was in rehearsals in LA um, for the month of Jan for two months, the month of January and the month of February. And in the break room, there's a TV and it always has the news playing. So there were like little I mean, we could hear that something was going on, um, but it didn't seem like that big of a deal because nobody was saying that it was a thing in America. You know what I mean? And then my last week of rehearsals, sorry, my last week of rehearsals, uh, we were in the studios with seven different casts. So that means there's seven different groups of <laughs> cast members and each cast goes to a different ship. The cast that was scheduled to go to Asia I can't remember the ship they were supposed to go on. Um, but they were told that their contracts were being canceled because of COVID. So they all were sent home at the end of their rehearsal process, at the end of six weeks. Jeez. Oh. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, in the Elijah wants to know what the fuck is this? Elijah, I think you should. We don't even know either. We don't know. We don't know what this is. Technically, I'll tell you what this is. Hi. Hi, technically, I'll tell you what this is. This is Holler. It's the podcast that shouts you out. We've been having technical difficulties all night. I like to call them technical difficulties. I'm already drunk. Uh, my name is JD. Uh, to my left is Brian, and to my right is Gracie. And then down here in the magical zone that's going to pop up underneath me is our, our guest, hopefully. Uh, his name is Mayshawn Morton. He was captain on a cruise ship, and it sounds like the COVID has done done it again ladies and gentlemen uh Lucky you know every time you mention uh, you know can i get up to bring that up 
this is not a normal podcast, by the way. We're going to get real unnormal with this real Something's quick. Going on, don't know. I'm going to bring up something. It turns out if you ever mention COVID or coronavirus or anything on social media, it turns out the algorithm is already based against you. Already based against you. And I can explain why, but I won't because no one cares. Brian, will you have anything to say? I was waiting for what you were going to say right there, but no. Um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, welcome to live streaming on the internet as far as this goes. I mean, I, I don't think that you know this obviously has nothing to do with, with the COVID uh, things being deleted, but the censoring of, of things on the internet. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to hit that topic, that's a bizarre, not cool thing. That's what I think. Um, guys, if you're waiting on Mayshawn, he's going to come back. We, I texted him. He's, he's logging out and back in. He's having technical difficulties on his end. And, oh, and I think we might be seeing some uh, special, <laughs> special side of Mayshawn we haven't seen on the show yet. He knows how to fix this camera. We did this oh. in the pregame. There he is. Oh, he's flipping. All right, we're working on it. We can hear him a little bit. That's good. That's good. Anyway, this is Holler. It's the podcast to shout you out. This might not be if you're listening to us on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. This might not sound like a normal episode. Well, it's not. This is the direct sequel to an earlier episode called Captive on a Cruise Ship with the wonderful man who has now appeared on underneath me if you're watching on YouTube or any other video. Uh, it's Mayshawn Morton. You can hit him up on Instagram at MayMayFierce. That's M-A-E-M-A-E-F-I-E-R-C-E. Mayshawn, welcome back again and again and again. We had Mayshawn, we had to follow up with uh, your first oh, oh, And now we don't have his audio. No, I think he's there. Nope, can't hear you, Mayshawn. <laughs> let's uh, let's start that again and make sure your audio is back. And make sure your uh, uh, front uh, camera is working. It's almost like he was Brian. It's almost like he was back on the cruise ship That's again. What say. That's what I was getting. We're trying so hard to get this podcast going, but just like last time, he, last time you were on shitty cruise Wi-Fi. Now I guess you're just on your own shitty Wi-Fi. Standard I've- shitty Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, Mayshawn, if you will, if you can hear me, just. He said, "It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I can see that. I can. I can tell. Log out I can read through and a little bit. Yeah, just log out. Log back in. We're not going anywhere. Um, we still got a plenty of stuff to bitch about. Yeah, it's a browser restart on your end, Mayshawn. That's what's needed. You got to just close the whole thing out. There you go, um, guys. What go. is up? Should we talk amongst ourselves as this just keeps happening? Like the whole maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Gracie, how's it feel being married? You know, nothing's changed." Not um, even my last name, technically. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm still legally crazy. You, you plan on doing that, right? Yeah, eventually. It just takes time. Yeah. It's you got to mail everything. Facebook. you got to snail mail everything now because of COVID. Uh, which technically wouldn't really be a good idea anyway because you could still spread the fucking virus. I don't know I look now. <laughs> Kayla Bell, I know. Kayla, really Kayla. Get- Kayla said, Shoo, y'all better get y'all crap together. You know what I mean? It's about to be a show with the three of us if May Shine can't get his together. But you know, the sad thing is, the audience is really waiting on May Shine. He's such a wonderful guest. We had a hilarious pregame. He, we, we had him all amped up. I was amped up. And then now. Me too. Yeah, now we're doing the, the technical difficulty game, but if you're just now tuning in, um, the first video got deleted. We're streaming now. You're, we're going to pop up on your Spotify and everything later. Mayshawn's coming back. I can see him in the corner right now. He'll pop up here in about uh, five, ten seconds, something like that. Um, 
I, th- I think he'll <laughs> pop up in the magical window down here. Um, but if you guys stick around, we are going to give away some camo CBD. Um, even if Bayshon just never comes back and just continues to show us his bedroom, I will still give away camo CBD at the end of the show. We're going to play a fun <laughs> decades trivia. And we're still going to talk about our nation. We're just going to try to talk about <laughs> I don't know. Um, I tell you what, what we can do right now, there is Mayshawn. There we go. Mayshawn, can, can we hear you? Yeah, he's talking about We've got you, man. Welcome back. Liz, this back. is not my fault. This is your Okay, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. I'm Are you podcasting from Brian's bedroom? My Facebook is popping. Like, I'm all good here. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fair. the real thing, though. Actually, here's what's going on. There's so many people interested in watching Mayshawn on this episode. They're popping in. They're looking at his live stream on his page. They're sharing it with their friends. And it's crashing the fucking internet. You know, like Kim Kardashian's ass did that one time. Breaking same the internet. Thing. Same fucking thing. Same damn thing. All right, Mayshawn, back to what we were talking about. You were on the shit. You got you got let me try, yeah, let me get let me get everybody back to square here and then you can take it away, please, because we want to hear a little bit more of that story. If you could just give us a crash course of what happened. You were on that ship in the beginning of February. You had you were hearing on the news all these things that were happening, all the things that were going on. You mm-hmm. had no clue it was going to hit you up the way it did on that on that ship. And basically, they sent all the passengers away but kept the crew on the ship because they thought, well, you guys are basically a cesspool now. Nancy says, hey, by the way. Hey, Mason. Hi, Nancy. We love you. Love you. Um, yeah, give us more. Tell us a little bit more. Like, can you give us a, like a story leading up to what you already told us on the last last episode you did with? Us? <laughs> Bye. So Bye. Okay, so yes, yeah, so there were whisperings of uh, a virus affecting Asia. Nothing really was. I was supposed to be in Europe all summer, um, and Europe at that point was fine. And then I was on for two weeks, and in the course of those two weeks, everything started exploding, exploding, exploding. So then that's when they got the passengers off. They left the crew, and they kind of just were like, good luck. <laughs> like, have at it. And then start popping off in Australia with the <laughs> Ruby because they let people off who, I guess, were had been positive, and it spread through the country. So then the CDC was like, okay, well, everybody in cruise ship is infected and they're going to, like, take over the country. So they wouldn't let us in, which was a lie. But I had no obviously, case. Obviously, because that's yeah. not how this damn virus works, everybody. It's not how it works. No, <laughs> it it's not, not like it cruise ships. It's from, it was from people traveling, which I traveled, but, like, they were flying into hubs, like uh, LAX, Guardia, JFK, like, Miami, Chicago, like, hello? Release anyway, the zombie. Release the zombie. Yeah. What's gonna happen? We were prepared for zombies, not a virus. John, <laughs> let me let me, yeah. let me let me go on, Brian. I'm, I'm uh, my audio is feeding through somebody. So I don't know who somebody. It's I think it's possibly Mayshawn's, but I'm not gonna uh, you know you can't blame anything on Mayshawn on this episode. Anything that happens, we're gonna blame it on everybody but Mayshawn. What the hell? 
don't understand. You were fine in the pregame. You, know you, were, the, you, oh, you don't believe me. This is not me. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, anyways, to back up just a little bit, just to tell the, the crowd something else about yourself that I think is important, that you undersell all the time, and I'm not going to let you undersell it this episode. You are a professional dancer and a damn good one, and you look good doing it too. You're a model, a dancer, and you're not just some guy on Instagram that goes, I'm a model and I like to dance. You're the real deal, and you undersell that all the time. Why don't you tell some, uh, tell the audience out there some of the, uh, some of the professionals that you have worked with in your career, some of the artists, because I know that you've got big name after big name. Tell me who you've danced for. Give me some artists. Do I undersell? I don't think I I just, like, nobody around here knows what, like, performance life is like, like, you know Can I say when you say around with the uh, city that a lot of us live in, which by the way, this podcast is recorded in the wild, beautiful and hum- wonderful Huntington, West Virginia. It's a birthplace podcast, America's best community. But this podcast is streamed all over the world. So if you shout out some names, chances are somebody out there might know who you're talking about. So for real. <laughs> all let's right. Go. Come on. Um, it's your time well, to brag, man. I hate bragging. I hate talking about myself. Um, well, I'm a musical theater kid, so Broadway was my thing. I moved to New York to do Broadway, and I did West Side Story for two years. Um, I did the Broadway Asia Cinderella with Leia Salonga. A lot of you know her from, she was the voice of Princess Jasmine from Aladdin and Mulan. She's like a Broadway legend icon so to do that show that was like my first big thing um that was really like whoa about um but commercially i've danced for ariana grande um who i love like her and her family were so great to me um you speaking of 80s and 90s you remember taylor dane yes yes uh mary j blige Britney, Britney Spears, um, oh, no. oh, God. Heather, you know Heather Smalls from the M People. Oh, oh God, what's the song? Moving on up, moving on up. Da, da, da. You know, so anyway, her. Anyway, I don't. That's, that's my thing. That's so fantastic. So obviously, this is a very talented man we have on the show here. And, and to be honest, Mayshawn, you and I still have to talk about the choreography that I'm booking you to do for a music video that my band will be doing uh, very, very soon. I know, I know, we haven't talked yet. I've sent you all the information, and you messaged back and said, that's a lot of information. Uh, we'll have to have a meeting about it. Exactly. And I was like, I know. Me a of information and i'm like maybe we should talk about this in person hey mayshawn well, i want to show you something funny when i've already hired the background dancer dude so you're good when you disappeared the first time we had a holler listener pop in i don't know this person but they popped in and said what the fuck is this <laughs> when you were gone because <laughs> you disappeared it's just three people talking the person probably just clicked a random link on facebook ended up here holler what's up <laughs> um Mayshawn, back to you for a second before we move on to Holler Nation. Um, let's talk about what happened 
after the cruise ship. So we caught everybody up just now. Yes, you were stuck on a cruise ship. You were stuck on a cruise ship during the height of, of all the madness. Um, Mayshawn, are you okay? I was just making you more frozen. Okay, you were stuck on the cruise ship during all the madness. Um, then you come back. You finally fight your way. You finally get back. Right after we spoke to you, by the way, you were on the news. You were on Good Morning America. You were on CNN International. I mean, you were fe- your story was featured. There was a West Virginia man trapped on a cruise ship. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy to know you so well and see you on these major media outlets. But anyways, you make it back, and then what happens? Please deliver the bad news to, to the what happened to you. Do you want me to tell how I got home? Part? Sure, go for it. Or skip that part. No, go for it. No, do it. <clears throat> okay, so basically the CDC made an agreement with the company, or the company made an agreement with <laughs> Lindsay. Um, the CDC, sorry, she, she does an agreement, which took a very long time for because the CDC, they were being really – I don't know the word. Um, So basically the company had to agree that they would let us off the ship as long as um, they would charter a flight to four major cities, Atlanta, um, someplace in New Jersey, someplace in the Midwest and Las Vegas. And um, and then once we landed to our respective cities, we had to have a family member in their own car pick us up. We could not rent cars. We could not go to an airport. We could not go to a bus terminal. We couldn't go anywhere. We could not interact with the public. Um, and we had to sign these contracts saying this. Um, so we, I had to get a family member to come to Atlanta and drive from Atlanta to Virginia. It's a long ass day. Yeah, that's like a so, 10 hour drive. Yeah, I got home at like 1 a.m. I got off, I stepped off the ship, I want to say at 8 a.m. on March, May 9th, and I got home at 1 a.m. May 10th. So it was a But you day. were home nonetheless, and so you were happy, right? And you were like, hey, it's puppy dogs and rainbows from here. Oh, but wait. Oh, but wait. So how long before disaster hits? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so <laughs> the end of August. Wait, sorry, you have to say that again. You broke up a little bit right there. Sorry, you're breaking up. I. It's like yeah. We'll just we'll just fight through it, Mason. Anyway, so eventually, on. eventually, you At you catch end, COVID. That's the climax. That's the. That's where yeah. we're trying to get to here. You Remember that? Damn Rona. You got the Rona, bro. You done got Remember it? when you got Rona? I know what I'm going to say. Uh-oh. Here come the uh, people out of the woodwork saying, oh, he wasn't safe enough. He didn't do the right thing to get to not get the Rona. It's his It's his fault. He got it. It's his fault. It's his fault. He got it. Click, send. You know, I've got this question for you, Mayshawn. How did you, what what sparked it? So you're back home now, you think everything's fine, and then were you feeling really sick one day? What made you even get tested in the first place? Well, I was home and quarantining for like a month. I didn't go anywhere. People were like, are you coming here? And I'm like, no, no, because nobody was really taking it that seriously. Like, the scenario that I had just been in, 
it's like it's different. Um, the seriousness of everything. Um, and, and one day, I said, "It's like a science fiction." <laughs> and of course, my first thought was, oh, "I have it." <laughs> but then I was talking myself off the ledge, and I was like, "No, of course not." But every day, something got worse. Every every day. Um, and then I lost my sense of taste and I went and got tested and they told me it was going to take four days for me to get my results. They called me in two. When, uh, when you, when you realized that you or well, first off, you didn't realize you had it. You were just sick. You yeah. thought it was one thing could have been something else. Not sure. But then when you saw the one symptom that was guaranteed to be, you pretty much got the Rona. You were like, okay, I got to go get tested. But when you went and got tested, it still took you 96 hours to get your results back. So I guess in that situation where they're going ahead and like assuming you already had it, you have it. We have to keep you away from everyone. Anybody who gets close to you has to quarantine and or must be yeah. wearing the right personal protective stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I haven't really been around people, to be honest. Like, the there were like four people that needed to be contacted, um, who I had been around, and one of them I live with, and she was negative the whole time. She tested three times, and she had no symptoms, and tested negative all three times, which is weird because she's the only person I see, and I'm around every day. It's not that weird. It's a respiratory virus. The only way that you can get the respiratory virus is breathing in something bad. So if you guys were doing the right thing and the fact that you had it and she didn't, uh, I'm you know, so it I got it. What's up, man? <laughs> Wait, say again. Say again. I said I'm still pissed that I got it. I'm not a non-masker. I'm a masker. Yeah, but that's that's the thing about respiratory viruses. They do not discriminate. Just like cancer doesn't discriminate. Just like any other thing, they, those kind of things, they don't discriminate. You can wear a mask all you want, but you keep, you know, you know, that's one thing. I'm sorry. I got to put a halt on some things here in the continuation of this story here. We can't get pissed at people for getting this virus. Can we just go ahead and all agree on that? And if anybody out there in Holler Nation doesn't agree with me on that, fucking unfollow yourself. Get the fuck off the internet. If you get the goddamn virus, it's not your fault. It's the virus's fault. You can do everything you want to do to, to avoid getting this thing and still get it. And that's fucking crazy. And that's why this shit's fucked up. And that's why we got to be careful about it. Brian, Devil's keep fucking advocate. talking. Devil's advocate. No, yeah. you can do anything. Even okay. if you... All right. I feel like there's a fine line there because if you're out, no, I'm just gonna leave it. This is your show. No, you're right. You're right. You put yourself at risk all the time. You're gonna be putting yourself at risk all the time, and you might get the virus more susceptibly. But you might but be more susceptible. And there's to the people virus. that have been living their lives like nothing's happening, and they've been fine. However, exactly. So these deaths are rising up, up, up. Let's not pretend that they're not. It's not that I'm telling people not to wear a mask. I'm telling people to wear a mask. 24 fucking seven. Wear a mask while you sleep, for fuck's sake. If you really don't want to get this thing, I, I, you know, I've been I've been forced but to be around. It can only be effective if everyone's cooperating. I have a strong feeling that I know where I got it from because, and I put myself in that situation. 
around people who were not being respectful of my space, even though I was being respectful of theirs. Yeah, it's a it's such an interesting story. You're like the soldier that did a tour in Iraq and you you survived, and then you came back and got shot in your hometown. You know, it's like that fucked up. What story. a way to put it, bro. What a way to put it. That is the best way to put it. That's insane. Now Brian works in the medical field, so he he's probably around a lot of people that 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 have to deal with that kind of thing all the time. I mean, Brian, you technically. Are, have to see multiple people every day and put your face all up in their grill and stuff, and you have to do stuff with their body. You should have gotten COVID months ago, you son of a bitch. How come you're clean, Brian? Well, I've always been clean, uh, Mayshawn. That's just how I roll. It's part of me. Um, it's part of who I am. Um, I... <laughs> I'm going to bury myself in a hole right here and then be sick next week is what's going to happen. I but no, um, all I can do at my at my job, man, uh, I really am around um, a, an insane amount of people. I'm, I'm touching people uh, because that's what I have to do for my job. But, you know, I look like I'm one of those dudes in the space suits. I've got like a, a plastic shield and a face shield. Um, I've got N95 masks, man. I've got the whole deal because I'm in health. I'm in healthcare. So. I, all I can say is I've never went into a room at all without all of that stuff on ever since the beginning of this. So if there's one place that I ultra take care of myself, so um, I don't know. So far, so far it's worked. Um, but what an adventure! Um, that is a that's a crazy story. And um, like I said, there were a lot of people that remember your story. Um, you know, when I walk around and talk about Holler and the podcast, one of the episodes that always gets brought up is that guy that was captive on a cruise ship. Um, and I always say, yeah, that's our, that's our buddy. That's our buddy, May Sean. And uh, they always said, look, get him back on. Let's hear the update. So, you know, it's interesting to hear your update. Uh, we're glad. And, to, um, and guess what, survive. ladies and gentlemen, the update was that he got COVID got after anyway. coming back. He just got it anyways. He was fine on the ship. He was actually fine on the other parts of the world that you let him be in. Lindsay says, then they finally brought him back home. Definitely. Into the number one, the number one country in the world with the most cases, the most deaths. You get fucked up. Sorry, man. And I don't know if you remember that, but that was my argument letting me off the ship. It was not that I was a threat to the people of this country. It was that these people were a threat to me. I don't know if you remember. (laughs) (laughs) Mayhaunt's message to the world. I'm not the zombie. You're the zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Mayhaunt, you turned out to be the zombie. (laughs) Where's the lie? (laughs) <laughs> Where is the lie? Where is the lie, people? Hey, Sean, this is so much fun. Let's bring this up more and more as we go through the show. But right now, we got to get to the part of the show that, that's not that you don't matter, because you do, Sean, but the part that does is Holler Nation and talking to them about the polls and the questions we have for them. Also, by the way, we're brought to you by Camo CBD. If you go to CamoCBD.com, it's spelled like it sounds. You know how it is. Go there and use the offer code Jody. That's J-O-D-I. You will get it. You will get uh, free shipping on anything you buy from them. That's a better deal than Amazon. It's free. You still got to buy something. Yeah, I get it. But if you go there, it'll get sent to you for free. You don't have to pay for that stuff. It's wonderful. They use uh, CBD products in their shots. They have a shot called Revive, which has about 200 milligrams of caffeine. Um, it's got some uh, uh, B complex vitamins. All these wonderful things. Then it's got. Uh, a shot of CBD full spectrum, excuse me, broad spectrum oil that actually is great for your, uh, basically for your your immune system. It's a one, it's a booster. It's really a booster for parts of your body that you don't realize do all that work. 
they also have the uh, Relax shot, which has got Valerian root, Kava, all this wonderful stuff. Then they have these gummies. They're called Forbidden Fruit, and they really do taste like the wonderful nectar of the gods. Um, and also, uh, you can eat a whole bag of them, and just they're great. And they're great for your pups. They're great for anybody who wants to eat them because they do not get you fucked up. It's CBD, people. It's meant to make you feel better, not high. It's or, really goodness. Uh, we're, we're always proud to be powered by Camo CBD. We're going to give some away at the end of the show. Guys, stick around. It's going to be a fun game. If anything, you want to play the 80s and 90s trivia. That's coming up uh, a little later on. First, uh, time to go to the holler polls. Uh, here we go. Look up at officialholler.com. Officialholler.com is where all you need to go for all this, all the needs. Brian, why don't you go ahead and go because my shit don't got no responses because I did the bad thing. I liked your poll tonight, dude. Uh, I for, I don't know why it doesn't have any it, it doesn't have any responses because uh, it was uh, shipped out by the algorithm, buddy. Yep. Sometimes it'll bite you that algorithm, you know. Um, so uh, if if you're just now tuning in, um, this is the part of the show where we're. We, we revisit these polls that we've thrown out earlier in the day. Uh, each one of us give you a holler poll. We get your responses. We're going to shout you out live on the show. This is where the namesake holler comes from. This is why we shout you out. Um, for example, my poll this evening, um, I want to know something that you own an absurd amount of. So uh, there you go, Mayshawn. You can start thinking about that. We're going to go around the we're going to go around the table. I'm going to open up all my Facebook polls. But what do you own an absurd amount of? Um, I have a few things that I own an absurd amount of. Uh, the first thing is bourbon. Um, that's one of the first things that everyone comments on when they come over to my house. I've got, um, I don't know, 100 bottles of, of high-end bourbon. Um, I have a whole a whole little mini bar set up. Well, not really a mini bar, a full bar set up for it. Um, I have an absurd amount of, uh, what else, uh, movies, DVDs, and Blu-rays. I'm a collector, and I know a lot of people have just done away with their DVDs and, and Blu-rays. Not me, man. It's top of my Christmas list every year. I get I get 20 more. 4K, Blu-ray, I'm all about it. Um, I'm a movie nerd. Um, I also have uh, an absurd amount of retro games. So uh, I probably have 100 NES games. I probably have 50 N64 games. I've got all the consoles, Sega Genesis. Um, there, that's my soapbox. I'm off. That's the stuff I collect. I got all the consoles, the Sega Genesis. The Genesis. You, honestly, you kind of when you when you when you talk about that stuff, you kind of break off into these little tangents, and you sound sort of Christopher Walkenish, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Uh, my answer is quick. I have days and days, if not weeks, worth of um, rare groove, unreleased, remixed, and never released music. I have a bunch of stuff being a DJ. I have a bunch of shit. Honestly, stuff I haven't even been able to play out because every time I do gigs, all people want to hear is the same shit they've always heard their entire fucking life. And they're not, they don't want to care about anything Isn't that new. Frustrating as a DJ. Yes. Yes. I can the see answer that. Is yes. That's fucking frustrating. I have a bunch of stuff I'd love to show to people that I know that they would like, but uh, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Next. Gracie, what do you own an absurd amount Me? of? Currently, at the moment, candy. <laughs> so much candy in my house. Says Grace <laughs> after hell. So much candy in my house. You got a Reese cup? Yeah. You got any Reese cups? <laughs> you got I a, have hey, a shit ton hey, of Reese hey. cups. 
Um, I want some. <laughs> hang on. Let me see what I got. In yeah, like, she has props. She's got it on. I got a Butterfingers, Kit Kat, Starburst. That wasn't a Kit Kat. She's just um, Hershey white chocolate chip fangs. Those are dope. Can I have those? Um, yeah, you can have some. Oh, I've got Milky Way. That looks like your Listen, I have a gigantic tote. Aw, Mom. Um, a gigantic tote. Oh, thanks. Kayla said my WAP remix with Queen was the best. Thank you very much. Yeah, that really that. was awesome. Grace, that really was a good one. Yeah, you've got candy. All right, just put it down. Candy. Put it down. So much you got candy. I got <laughs> remixes. Brian's got games and bourbon and DVDs. JD, uh, can you play it? I can't. No, nope. I can't. They won't let me play it. Uh, they will. They will cut our broadcast if I were to play it. But Mayshawn, I guarantee after you. The show. After the show, yeah, maybe. Uh, Mayshawn, I guarantee you own a plethora of something. What's something you own a ridiculous amount of? Oh, I have fans, face masks, DVDs, CDs, books, scarves. I'm a mini hoarder. <laughs> I bet. How many face masks do you guys have? Hold on, let me let me take a shot before you I say mean, like COVID style or the ones that you would yeah. wear for a show? Because that's a different no. thing. I you already had us one up on the face mask situation because before I'm not a COVID, freak like that. you had plenty of face masks. <laughs> I've got at least. Uh, uh, I've got at least 15. That's one for every day of uh, a two-week span plus an extra. And then I do mass laundry. Wait, wait, wait. But are they like what? Are, are they like plain white hospital masks? Are they like- no, 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 no. These are I, actually in the beginning of the whole situation, I spent some of that Trump blood money on masks. Uh, and I tried to make them match all my outfits. Like I wanted to get blue ones, black ones. <laughs> I got some green ones. I got reversible oh, ones. But- yeah, I applaud you. you, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, I got masks that were reversible, that one side would be a solid color, the other had a pattern, and that way I could flip them after I washed them to be able to use in different outfits. Hey, you know what? Straight dudes can be fashionable, too. Mayshawn, you, you always look so good every time I see you, so I expected you to say uh, things like uh, you have an absurd amount of, like, all clothes. I thought you were going to say, like, jeans, underwear. Uh, underwear? See? Actually, underwear are my thing. I'm preaching right now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I it. Underwear is my thing. I take pride in my underwear. If you you know Jerica, if you ask her, <laughs> no. no, let's do, let's she go there. I want to go there. She knows what I will the amount of money I will spend on underwear. Mayshawn, I've got an underwear story for you. Are you ready? No. <laughs> I didn't wow. Can I just not be here for this? I, I just want to say I, there's a there's a wonderful amount of bro love between Brian and Nashon. It's so good. Every time I see them in a place together, including on just a podcast, they just love each other so much. It's fantastic. <laughs> Always a good have. person. Always have since tenth grade. Hey, so Nashon, uh, here's my underwear story. I'm talking to a girl, or I mean, I was talking to a girl. This has like been a long time ago, and uh, everything seemed like it was going pretty cool. Um, I hadn't really hung out with her in person. Uh, we were going through the talking stages. We just didn't know each other. And uh, she pops the 
question randomly. What kind of underwear do you wear? And I'm thinking like, okay, no big deal. I mean, I personally, I, I'll wear boxer briefs or I'll wear trunks. I'm a trunks guy, which for those of you out there that don't know men's underwear, they're just shorter boxer briefs. That's all they are. Trunks are short support. Briefs. They're not, they're they're not briefs, but they're not boxer briefs. Hey, if the dangle don't co- go past the, the line, then, you know. They just look like Anyway, so I tell this girl I'm, uh, I wear trunks and she's like, trunks? No, the answer is no. And I'm like, what answer? I'm not, I didn't ask the fucking question. And she's like, she's like, I only accept boxer briefs. And this was like an adult conversation that I was at. This is not like a high school conversation. And I'm like, what, come again? What? Because like, I don't care what kind of underwear you're wearing. I don't care. Like, seriously, I don't care if you're wearing no underwear, boy shorts, a thong. Why the fuck would I care? You know, you could be sexy and whatever you want to be, but she cared a lot. I was rejected for my trunks, Mayshawn. That's the climax of the story right there. That's it. Listen to me. This is the second dating story that you've told when we've been on this podcast together. What are the type of girls that attract you? Because they are some... Mayshawn, you want to talk later? Because Brian and I have this argument daily. Like, daily. Who are you going after? These people... But you know what's funny? When you said that story, I thought about a conversation I read online about girls who don't date guys based according to the month they were born. They're like, like, if you were born in December, what are you, a girl? What? Right. Since does that make? They're like, I'm sorry, but you've got the wrong moon phase. I'd rather fucking die. Uh, right. It's like you're literally they're like picking up months out of the year that were more feminine than they were masculine. And if the guy was born in a feminine month, then they can't they can't have anything to do. Uh, boy, I, I loved you, but turns out you're a Capri son and I just can't. I can't go there. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a Sagittarius and it's just not good. It's not gonna work for me. My mom is a scorpion rising, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's about well, as useful as a Facebook quiz. You should just may as well tell the person, I took a Facebook quiz, they told me no. So you can go ahead and block yourself, trunk boy. <laughs> well, also, can I just throw out, I'm really impressed that you with the trunk situation because they're stylish and they're supportive and they're not, because I know a lot straight guys have this thing about briefs. They're like, oh man, I can't wear a brief. I don't know what it is. You, you Can you explain that actually? What it is this? <laughs> Damn it. Not. I, got it. It's not right I got it. I got it. I got the answer to this one. Here is it. They're white briefs. Guys don't know how to do their laundry very well, so they kind of got to throw them away after fucking up a couple times. If you know what that I'm saying. That's so okay. That's not the answer at all. But fuck it. Caller the podcast. Actually, it is. Sorry, you came here for the truth. There's the truth. Jamie, you're 30 something years old. Wipe your ass yet? <laughs> Didn't think we were going to talk about skid marks, but here we are at okay. hashtag. Skid marks. Can you and please like open a snap, read Facebook or something, um, please? Mayshawn, yeah. I think it's something to do with um, how restrictive maybe briefs feel. They no, just feel so it's not. Tight. It has to do with shitting yourself. <laughs> or what is it, happening? Or it's Fucking open snaps, Brian. Okay, so let's move on to Holler Nation. Uh, that's enough Thank about underwear um, for the evening. It's a topic we could always revisit in the after hours. If you guys want to stick around. Thank you so much for staying with us. Um, it's time to talk about you guys out there. Holler. Let me find the poll right here. Uh, lots of comments tonight on mine on Facebook. So that's one I'm going to start with. And um, here we go. Uh, Kate, 
Uh, she owns an absurd amount of house plants. COVID season has been unkind in DC. That's where she's uh, snapping us from or, or posting from. Um, and she has like 48 house plants now out of boredom. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I think you're going to get that a lot. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm trying to join that club, by the way. I did ask for house plants for my birthday. Um, that's another story. Uh, Derek Horton says vinyl and hockey cards. Adam Hall says guitar picks. I literally have gallons of guitar picks. Sophie says the appropriate 2020 answer. Everyone has an absurd amount of toilet paper. But for her, she says snow globes. Apparently not people with white briefs. Not those people. They don't. They didn't, they didn't get the memo. They make them in other colors. Sophie gets a snow globe every country, state, or city that she visits. So she has an absurd amount. Um, Christine, this is a this is an odd answer. Christine says TVs. She says it's even in all of our bathrooms, our kitchen. We have we have eight for a three bedroom house. I need a lot. They have eight TVs. Slaves, slaves to the rhythm. That's what's up. Um, Sarah yes, says cocktails. Sarah says cocktail glasses. Uh, Bobby Harris says CDs. There's there's going to be the only one of those answers. He's just kept on to him, I guess. Um, Bree not says koozies. I mean, how many can you use at once? Four or five if you're extremely talented. But I keep my wine in a Camelback. Lakanda's <laughs> uh, yeah, owns cat knickknacks, and she sent a photo, literally of cat knickknacks, all over her dresser. Cat. Knickknacks is a hard one to say uh, fast. Didn't know that okay, until I read. Everybody go around real quick and try to say no, three times. I'm not playing dumb game. Cat knickknacks, cat knickknacks, cat knickknacks. <laughs> not bad. Where's Lindsay? Lindsay, I'm not playing this dumb game. <laughs> Just go ahead and say something about it right now. I know that. You like she my Wouldn't blame her if she did. Uh, what? <laughs> Megan, Megan says, here's a weird one. You ready for this one? Megan out there owns an absurd amount of lemon juice in bottles, like nine bottles to her name. So I had to respond to this one on Facebook and said, um, what, why? And she says, well, I won it at the end of a sale for Joyen's Market. She won lemon juice. What a grand prize. <laughs> lemon juice bottles. Here are your nine bottles of lemon juice. Thanks for stopping by. Don't get it in your eyes. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I can. Uh, Brittany, Brittany Lincoln says anxiety. Mike says records, some more vinyl. Megan says mismatch sucks. Susan, uh, aka Clementine, aka Pupe Butt, says Taco Bell hot sauce packets. I feel you there, girl. I also own 100 packs of Taco Bell hot sauce packets. R.I.P. the Mexican pizza, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck you, Taco Bell. Now that we're Fuck there. Fuck you, yeah. Taco Bell. I'll stop right there for right now. Lindsay, right there, too. Uh, that's that's question. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You brought it up, Taco Bell. Does anybody remember the caramel apple empanada? Oh, gosh. Uh, porque no los dos. Breaks my heart. It's not there. Every time. Well, they got rid of so much stuff, Meishan. Why did they do that to us? Well, they did it with no explanation. Hey, it, they just no used the same. Nancy, what's up? They, they, you know what? They used the same reason everybody else did COVID 19. Their reason is bullshit. There's more people going to Taco Bell now, I feel. Give us our stuff back. Taco Bell, there's more of us than you. We'll fucking take you over. We will kick down the walls. And we will make it's like our the obvious. It's like, it's like the opposite of the franchise wars from Demolition Man. Remember that movie with Cy Salone and fucking... I own that movie, dude. <laughs> I love that movie. Everybody should go back and watch that movie again just so you'll know. 
that it's kind of been true. It's been true. It really yeah, has. A lot of it been true. There's people living under the ground, which is where we're eventually going to be. Uh, holler uh, live underground, the podcast. Um, while the rest of the world is being ran by Taco Bell up above ground, uh, the Taco Bell got Taco Bell is like the walls of Troy, and they think that we can't breach them. We can't. Guess what, Taco Bell? We will trick you. We will trick you by devising a plan where we all enter a toy horse, and you will bring the toy horse into your establishment, and we will then take over Taco Bell, and we will put everything back on the menu. You heard it here first. Oh you heard it here first on Holler. Actually, technically, I heard it first on Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, and uh, Dennis Leary, and uh, Rob Schneider. Life imitates art. <laughs> What's this 80s and 90s thing y'all were talking about? We're get there, yeah. I'm glad we brought that up. We're going to have an 80s, 90s back and forth trivia battle with all of the people that are out in the, in the audience that are here hanging out with us again. This is Holler. It's the podcast that shouts you out. If you're on the internet with us on Facebook, we go live on Facebook first before we go anywhere else. And this is get, this gets your in to be able to win Camo CBD products. By the way, go to CamoCBD.com. Use the offer code Jody, and it will get you free shipping on all your stuff. You can get shots of CBD. You can get uh, gummies of CBD. It's wonderful. And Dallas, make some Mexican pizza. Uh, right. Is it my turn now to play some stuff? Please do. Because I want to... I'm going to go with, uh, with this stuff first, and then and then we'll and then we can all answer it. So what I asked was, because to be honest, it's still another third wave situation. I want to know. Oh, Michael says I have a lot of underwear and socks. Super weird. Cool. And you uh, for Christmas too, guaranteed. And you know that the hits. So um, what I asked everybody was uh, just to just to kind of see. What, we want to go back in our own little time here real quick. I want you to explain your typical going out or party night ritual. Now, obviously, this is pre-COVID. Um, you know, what you did when you were going to go out with your friends or when you knew tonight was the night you were going to Jager you know, just Jager uh, Right. Tell me about your pre-games. Tell me about your favorite spots you would go to. Like, it, let's reminisce <laughs> a little bit about some of the stuff you would do. So I'm going to play a couple real quick. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. I'm, I'm going to do my best because my audio shit's not working too well. Um, so we're going to start here with Josh. You can snap him on Snapchat. This is from Snapchat. Um, make Wiffle great. It's all one word. Um, uh, and this is what Josh has to say. I hope you all can hear it. Here we go. Yo, JD. Um, well, it wasn't anything special, but I would normally if I'm going out to a party or especially if it's going to be around people that I don't necessarily want to hang out with. I'd be shots at my house first. Um, and then most importantly, when I left, I just made sure I had my keys, my phone, my wallet. Um, now I still do all those things, except that I now just have to make sure that uh, I have my mask and my hand sanitizer. That's pretty good. That's a good little Did you all hear that okay? Yeah, hear all right, cool. All right, this next one comes from Julie. wonderful person. You can snap her a busy piece, three, 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 three. She, by the way, is one of the most vocal and leading teachers in the state of West Virginia, hashtag 55 strong. She is fantastic at, at, uh, at everything that she does. Really, really cool chick. Uh, let's see what she's got to say. My pre-game ritual for going out, take a long nap. That's a good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Have a drink. Water. 
sure. And then probably not go out. But sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it never makes it. It's actually a really good. I know. It's like where you know that you've upgraded to like the the adult part of your life, where you're just like, I'm gonna take a nap first, and then when I wake up, I'm gonna drink some water, <laughs> then ask myself, do I really want to go out and deal with these dipshits again, who I've dealt with all week long, who I now got to deal with tonight on an even more concentrated and horrible basis? Yeah, she's right. She's right. That's, that's very good. Um, we'll check Facebook here. We'll see what they have to say. And Facebook says nothing. Well, let's go around. What's your pregame, dude? Uh, well, shit. Um, normally for me, I think it's the best idea if you're going to like go out with peeps. You get your you get your group text on. Everybody's like coordinated when they're going to come, when they're going to show up, this kind of thing, where you're going to start off, that whole situation. But while that's happening, that's when you're at home, you're you're you are drinking water, and you're also pounding some pregame drinks because the more pregame drinks you have, the less you'll spend while you're out. Now, I have a thing here, it's, I call it the bell curve, where the more pregame drinks you have, the less money you'll spend until you have too many pregame drinks, and then you've just pow, you're gonna spend all of the money you have in your pocket. All of everything on your card. <laughs> everything on your card. You got cash in your pocket that's gone. Boom. So really you got to find that sweet spot where the bell curve doesn't go up too hard because when it gets up there, boom, it just to the moon hours. So, yeah, that's the thing. Um, I also, in the past, what our friends used to do, because what we loved to do was just chug beers because we knew we could last all night if we just drank beer and didn't do shots. So we would do these, like, drinking games which we've done them on the show before, 2468 or King's Cup or uh, Waterfall or things like that, and do one round of them with everybody there drinking our own, like, you know, singles that we brought to the, to, you know, to the pregame or whatever. And then we'd go to the bar. Is that By that point, we knew we would be buzzed by the first round we got already at the bar, and it would actually end up saving us money. And also, we'd seem a little more sober to our other people that we'd, that we'd hang out with, and then, uh, you know, Sometimes that would lead to some some good shit. So that's that's my answer, Brian or Gracie or Mayshawn. Next, yeah, and I've pre-gamed with you uh, many many times, by the way. So uh, we kind of uh, I have always described our pre-game as like the hardest pre-game around because a lot of times, man, that would be the party. That's when you know. I, well, I won't say that you know. It just turns out that way sometimes. You will pregame harder than what the party actually is, and it's hilarious. We would always make sure. Um, I'm thinking about pregames like for events like concerts, like Rock on the Range and things like that. We're going to be there all day, spend all this money. We would definitely make sure that we pound the shots, pound the drinks beforehand, like you said, to save money. Um, and some people, if they weren't used to us, uh, all of us – yeah, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Um some people, if they weren't used to us, they would come to our pregame uh, and try to hang with us throughout the pregame. We would pass them out before we ever even made it to the event. So you got to be careful when you're when you're going hard with us in the pregame because um, we've been doing that for a long time, actually. But uh, I just, it's what you said. It's it's surround yourself with good friends. Good music for me is very important, and then yeah, just pound the drinks. Game, play some drink games. If there was no time, we power out. Brian and I, this is a tip that Brian and I will both agree on here. When you're at the pregame with your peeps before you go out, make sure you listen to the stuff you do want to listen to. Because by the time you end up going out, you're not going to hear any of the shit you really want to hear. None of it. And yep. see, 
Nashawn is agreeing. Actually, Gracie can agree on this one too. Always do the songs you want to hear at the pregame because when you end up going out, you will only hear the songs you don't want to hear. <laughs> over and over again, too, by the way. Over and over on repeat. You'll probably hear one of them at least three times. <laughs> Gracie, what's your pregame? Okay, so I'm taking it way back to whenever we I first started going out every weekend. So out at Rio for 99 cent fireball shots, Hell eat yeah. a little bit, get a couple of margaritas, probably a pitcher, or we'd go to Max and Irma's because Friday nights, Max, it's people at Max and Irma's, they'd have like half price margarita pitchers at Max and Irma's. Usually it was Rio for 99 cent fireball shots. Yeah. Then we'd go back to my apartment because I was the only one that lived alone at that point. We'd go back to my apartment. We'd get ready. We'd drink some more. Usually it was sweet or burnettes. That's like the cheap vodka, right? Hell yeah. yeah it, it was either pink lemonade or sweet tea. And we would always go to McDonald's after Rio and get gigantic cups of sweet tea and just drink that. And then we'd go out to the bar. And because we're girls and have boobs, we usually didn't have to buy our drinks anyway, so we would just be shitty at Rio and then go home and get shittier and then go to the bar and also get shitty. That's it. That's all I got. Probably because I'm with you guys. What I'm really liking about it all, what I'm liking about everything that's going on is that I'm living vicariously here because everything y'all are bringing up is literally like that is the way to go. I agree. You know, yeah, when she this was the way Mandalorian is gone. Yep. I had the same thought. But like, as Sometimes an adult, like before I would go to V-Club. Well, like as an adult, before I'd go to V-Club, I'd literally take a nap, take a shower, get ready, go to V-Club. There was no pregame. <laughs> no pregame. Mayshawn, how do you pregame? How did you pregame? Um, how did I pregame? Well, Gracie's taking it back. I'm going to take it back to my New York days because when I was in New York, I was out <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I'll pregame with my chocolate queens. It's my text group. We call it ch- ourselves the chocolate queens. Um, and either they would come to my apartment in Midtown because everybody else was either in Queens or up uh, uptown. And we were not partying anywhere above 52nd Street. <laughs> so we would uh, pregame at my house with Four Loco. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we would hit up any open bar that there was. Like, if there was an open bar situation in New York City, we were there. <laughs> like, when you say open bar, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you mean like when they had some sort of special where as long as you got in, your drinks were on the house? Oh yeah, so like Griff, for example, Griffin Sundays. It's a it was a club down in the Meatpacking District, and if you got there between the hours of like nine to eleven, the bar, the vodka at the bar was free. But you couldn't have Lindsay, more than one. Lindsay drink Lindsay says, "Bitch, if you went to the same place as I went, she's like, ooh. If you went to the same bar as I went, I was, I, was I was at Street was always the last stop of the night." Um, the Ritz, Griffin Sundays, the Standard, the Boom Boom Room at the Standard. Um, yeah, but we pregame watch my apartment. In the I'm sorry, can I ask you again about this? You're telling me in New York City 
there were multiple places that you could walk into between certain hours, and as long as you were in the door, free drinks is what you're saying. How does that work? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. The open bars. Yeah. Especially on Sunday. Sunday fun day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially on Sunday. Brian never lived in a big city. Brian never lived in a big city. He never realized the concept of a big city open bar situation. Uh, but maybe, maybe, Sean, you could uh, uh, teach him a little uh, of the ways of the How does this work? How does this work? I don't well, you, you get in, and it's only a limited amount of time that you can, as, as much as you can drink. So we would get lit. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 For a I local at my apartment or my best friend Chad's apartment because he lived down the street from me. So this was oh. the trick, by the way. This was a trick for open bar, by the way. Uh, you always bring cash and you always overtip the bartender first. When they give you your first round, you give them a bunch of cash first and let them know that you care about them. You don't give a fuck because they don't have to pay for the liquor. So right. you give them the over, you give them the cash at first, and then when you come up to the bar during that four to six p.m window or whatever you're there at four yet you, you tipped them 20 maybe 50 bucks i know it's a lot but it's, it's new york you I tipped them there, and then bam <laughs> anytime you walked up to that bar you look like a pimp it would you would just look, walk up to that fucking thing Diddy, you're like, a I was dropping, no i was dropping like three dollar tips on free shot or free, free drinks yeah. each drink yeah. i would drop a three like two or three dollars but and then, then once that there, stops, you were first to serve. You're paying. First to serve. Yeah. And then after I knew and Mikey, we know the bartenders. Oh my God, and Kamel. Man, those were some good times. Really good times. <laughs> we're all pretty. Yeah, we we've all went back. Thank you for this poll question, JD, because it what it did it took us back to the to the good days, and we forgot about COVID for a fucking second. Even though that's the reason we have this guest is because of his whole COVID experience. But you know, we for, I for, totally forgot about it for like twenty minutes right there. That was awesome. I was human again. But now we're back. There you go. Uh, speaking of drinking, speaking of drinking, well, wait a second. Oh yeah, we got to keep going. Uh, Gracie, oh, we've already got. Is everybody good? We're good. We're good. We're good. I think yeah. it's now time to drink more, right? All right, Brian, you do the thing. I'll be right back. Shots for your shots, people. Holler Nation for your shots. Shot your fired in the chat. Drink with us. I do want to say before we continue with uh, Shots Fired that we, speaking of shots, are powered by and proudly powered by Camo CBD. If you go to camocbd.com, you can purchase CBD shots. They have a revive and a relax shot. They're two different shots. You can take them at different parts of the day. They have uh, uh, broad spectrum oil uh, CBD in them. CBD, by the way, does not get you messed up. It actually works the endocannabinoid system in your body to help uh, basically uh, alleviate a lot of the bullshit that happens in your body all the time. Say you have a little jitters from caffeine. Well, the CBD fixes that. Say maybe you uh, uh, can't relax very well because you're a little anxious or maybe have a little, you know, uh, situation going on. Well, there's valerian root and cava in the relax shot, but then the CBD just lets you chill. And then you can also just eat the forbidden uh, fruit gummy. They're, they're wonderful things. 
camocbd.com and use the offer code Jody. That's J O D I. Get free shipping on everything you get. That's better than Amazon. That's that's a better deal than you can get anywhere else. Uh, make 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 it done. Uh, oh, okay. We got one on the on the screen. Brian, you want to read? Yeah, Lindsay says shots fired. People who are too chatty on Facebook Marketplace, like Donna, quit asking me what I do for a living. I don't care about your surgery. Just buy my fucking vacuum. <laughs> She's right. You know, you can post something on Facebook Marketplace. The combo goes all over the place. Like, can we get back to the vacuum and how much it costs? And just shut the fuck up about literally everything else. But that's Facebook that's for so you. Weird. The whole shot's fired. On I was trying to sell a phone on Facebook recently, and the only fucking messages I got were, "You want to trade it? You want here? I'll give you twenty uh, McDonald's coupons for it." Yeah, ridiculous. No. Ridiculous. Give me money. I was trying um, to sell it for money. I'm going to kill all this bourbon, which is way more than a shot. This is like two shots. I'm going to kill it on my shots fired because I'm so excited about my shots fired um, or to bitch about this because this drives me fucking crazy. And it has for a long time. And every now and then it pops up. It popped up recently. It reignited my fire. I noted it. Here we are. And it goes like this, especially the older generation. But people confusing and even our generation does this. I don't know why, but people confusing millennials with Gen Z. It's, it's run rampant. It's ridiculous. And here's a small example. There was uh, an older guy bitching on a Facebook post that I was reading. And he's like, you know, um, it, actually, the Facebook was a thread. It was a Facebook thread about what would, what would kids these days do um, if they were thrust into the 70s and they lived like children in the 70s. So, you know, everybody was just reliving the 70s and how hard they were and how, you know, like fucking badass everybody was because that's what everybody's childhood was. Anyways, this guy comes in and says, um, uh, let me tell you about uh, millennials. They wouldn't be able to survive without their cell phones. And, you know, a few of us had to come in and say, hey, buddy, we lived our whole front end of our lives without cell phones. We didn't have them in high school. We barely got them. If you were lucky, you had one when you were a senior in high school. If not, no big deal. And even in our first years of college, some had them, some didn't. Really wasn't that big of a deal. We've lived that life. You, sir, are confusing millennials with Gen Z. And essentially, you're becoming these people that just look at any young face. And I'm talking the face could be 15 and the face could be what I am, 36 now. Holy shit, that's really weird to say. But 15 to 36, and so someone just goes, uh, millennial. <laughs> Everyone's a millennial because they just look young. I fucking hate it. 40? I fucking hate you it. You hate being 40? Gracie, I will mute you if you say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Gracie, Gracie is the best thing that's ever happened to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right. Go ahead and take the shot. All right, I'll go next. Uh, so this is mine, um, and I'm going to do a, one of these. It's not a camo shot, although you should. If you got one, you should do it. And they're only, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're available in a lot of different places, especially here in West Virginia. And we're going to give them away. We're going to give some away at the end of the episode, for sure. But I will say this. Um, <laughs> my shots fired this week is... When people ask for other people's opinions on social media and then they're given those set opinions and then they fire right back like, no, no, no. It's like, you ask for this. yeah, it's like a record, like a recommendation. Can I get a recommendation for like, you know, what do you do when this happens or, or where do I, where should I go for this? And then somebody puts it because they asked, they said asking for recommendation and then they put it in and they ask and then somebody responds and then, no, no, I don't like that. No, 
Right. Yeah, I, dude, I'm so with you. Can I get your honest opinions? You give honest opinions. Hey, no, only my opinion. Fuck you. <laughs> only my opinion matters. Fuck your opinion. Yeah. Even though you asked for wait, wait, I don't really. Well, then, ask this, ask this. If you post something publicly on social media, does that not automatically open it up for ridicule, comment, yes. opinion, discussion? You signed up for it. Because Rayshon Morton, ladies and gentlemen, what a wonderful person! Well, I say that because I li- literally have just thought about this this past week, JD. Like people, something had happened, and someone is like, "Well, you could have messaged me privately if this is how you felt." But no, my response to that was, "No, bitch, you put it out publicly, so I responded publicly. I was not offend it privately. You fucking asked me. You asked everyone actually, and I asked part of you asked so I'm going to come out there with my response, and then Thank when I come you. with my response, and you say, nah uh, uh, right. You know what? Fuck that shit. Shots fired. Here we go. That was a good one. I'll shots fired to that. Hey, you know what? It goes both ways. You don't get what you don't ask for. It goes both ways. I love it, dude. I love that so much. Gracie, shots fired. What's up this week? I have two. One's really short, and the other one's... Really, really short The first one is bank hours. They're fucking stupid. That's about it for that one. <laughs> fuck, it, fuck banks. Fuck, fuck bank hours. Just fuck the bank hours that don't work with your work hours. Some people have normal jobs. Second one is people who ask for things but refuse to work to get said things. We're on it's the same. Yeah, we're on the same. Yeah, okay. It's infuriating. Don't ask for things if you're not willing to put in the time, the effort, the energy to get the thing you want. Mm. Reach. Mm, mm, mm. Man, Reach. poor, poor work. Fucking shoot like some shit. Shots fired in life. Fuck that, man. Like, it just hit me today. I just needed to get it out. Yeah. Also, yeah. fuck yeah. bank hours. Fuck banks. Also, yeah. Fuck banks. Why do you? Why do you? Why do you have them? You're open at nine and you close at four where everyone else opens at eight and closes right. at five. You chose how the in-between? You chose the in-between hours when yeah, we're we thank you. Thank you. That's that why I'm so mad. Shitty bank hours. How can we get to as a business? Your business thank you. is making money. Thank you. I'm so glad you guys feel the same way I do. I've got a good one for you, This is a beautiful moment. We all agree about something. Hey Banks, how about this? Just clo- cap it all off by closing on lunch as well. Just close down on lunch. Yeah, just close on lunch. We will see you never. I'll have to take vacation to visit you for my own. Which I've already exhausted because of COVID. I have to take my more vacation hours just to come to you to give you my pay- my my <laughs> the bank teller. Hey JD, good seeing you this week. Where have you been, man? Oh, I'm on vacation right now. Oh, what's the occasion? I'm trying to get my own money out of you. I'm trying to <laughs> let's see somebody at the bank. Can you hand me my Wait, own money. Looks something up for me because when he was like, just go to lunch, like when blah blah blah. But when in Europe. When people take lunch breaks, like the whole business shuts down. So yeah, the whole entire actually it's not even the, the business; it's all business shuts down. All they business. Take all business. Yeah. They, take, they don't take a thirty-minute lunch. They, they take like two, three-hour lunches. But do banks? Would banks do that? Uh, no, I don't no. Know. Hey, uh, no. Hey, no. Hey, you know what? Your overdraft fees, people. 
They want your fees and your and your and your. Hey, uh, you give me a two or three hour uh, lunch day. break, I'm gonna get a full night's sleep. <laughs> I'll come back. <laughs> That's why they think Americans are crazy because they think Americans live to work. Well, I have a Canadian friend, um, she was on stress leave uh, not long ago, and I said, "What's that?" And no joke, she goes, uh, "Oh, I was just feeling really stressed out at work." So I told my boss, and they said, "Take a week off and get your mental health right." And she's like, "So I'm just out on a farm with my aunt taking my stress leave." And I'm like, "Do you just get that whenever you want?" She's like, "She's like, yeah." And I'm like. She's like, oh, and by the way, like it's Canada, so it doesn't cost any money either. We just, I just, I'm not working this week, and I'm like, as an American, I'm like, what? it must be nice. It must be nice to have to a bank on your side. Here, here, in America, here in America, we're like, can I take my stress leave so that I can use that time to go to my bank that I can't make it to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually my money. The bank has but given me so though, much like, stress that now can I take stress leave because of the bank to go to the bank that gives me the stress that I get to get to. I'm sorry I started this. My bad. <laughs> Mayshawn, what's your I don't have a shots fired. Oh, well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> we talked, I guess. Jay is flabbergasted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why is he flabbergasted? Okay, I have one, but I don't want to talk about it. Oh, even better. What? Can I say exactly. it? Yes. What? Take your election signs out of your yard. It's over. <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> That's it. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry, that was me shooting all of your election signs out of your fucking yard, you dipshits. That's, yeah, those were real cool anyways. I care who you voted for. What the fuck is that about? The vote's supposed to be secret, not an advertisement in your yard. Fuck your election signs to begin with. It's a little different, but all right. Uh, we, see how, we see how Brian feels about politics. Yeah. Um, anyways, we got to blast through a little bit more holler poll stuff after this, guys. And then I promise we're going to get to the decades trivia game. It's going to be really fun. We're going to give away some camo CBD. We're going to stop talking about that, start blasting through the holler polls, and then we'll get there. Follow us, shallant you. Link up at officialholler.com. Can I just okay. say before we continue on, I do want to just mention you can follow Mayshawn here, by the way. It was Captain on a cruise ship. And then got off the cruise ship uh, and then was still captive apparently for a little bit. Uh, you can follow him, by the way, on Instagram at Fierce. That's M-A-E-M-A-E-F-I-E-R-C-E. If you go there on Instagram, follow him. Make sure you give him a follow, y'all, because this guy, by the way, I just want to shout him out one more time. He does model for Camo CBD. Um, he does these wonderful adult jazz classes here in Huntington, West Virginia. If you're from around this area, you should definitely check those out. Um, they're open to everyone. As long as you wear a mask and pay your way in, you can you can get involved with that stuff. By the way, I don't, you know, he's, okay, and this is just my personal thing here. It says May May Fierce on his uh, Instagram, but this motherfucker is one of the fiercest dancers I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen a man do what he does with all the limbs that he has, I don't. I've not seen that. Like I've not seen. I just not seen it. This guy honestly deserves 
uh, everything that uh, that he is working for. Um, go check him out. Check out his model stuff on IG. Uh, check out everything that he's been doing. Um, honestly, are there? And make sure I'm bringing you into this. Are there uh, YouTube videos or things like that people could look you up and see, like some of the uh, stuff you've done? I mean, you've shared stuff on Instagram, but are there possibly like things on YouTube or, or things that you've put together that you'd like to share with people just to get their, you know, get their, their eyes on your prize? You know what I mean? Well, my dance reel is on YouTube. I usually only like send it to people like when I'm like up for jobs or casting or thing and things. It's professional. It's the visual resume, basically. Yes, that's so yes. awesome. Can we can we watch it? Can we share it? Can can uh, maybe in the post game you can sh- send us that info so we can share it? Because seriously, like I'm not lying. I'm hiring the gentleman underneath me on this on this shit to to do a music video concept for me. Um, it's happening. Um, you know, this is not news to you, Mayshawn. We've already talked about this a couple times. But I am going to give you money to help me do this. <laughs> I got you. All right. But I, we I need to talk it. about it in a, in, a clear, in a clear fashion. A, non, a, non-drink, a non-chuggable, non-chuggable fashion? Yes, and where you can like, I can see the word or hear the words coming out of your mouth while I'm looking at your face. Because when you right. sent the information, it was a Bible. I know it was. Like, and to be honest, I will tell you this: it's gonna come out of my face the same fucking way. I'm not gonna lie. It's that's okay. how I do my. So. Holler Nation, what is up? Let's get to the holler polls. Let's blast through these. Catch up time is over. We love you, Mayshawn. It's very clear. You're the prettiest person it's on the show. Mustard time now. Hey, you don't catch up time anymore. Wait, wait a everything in the you world. mustard uh, play these snaps. Is it because I, I put my glasses on today? Is that why you're eating? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to get back to what do people own an absurd amount of? Let's kick, kick this thing off with Rachel from Ohio. Rachel says clothes. Expecting lots of those answers tonight, by the way. Nikki says fuzzy sucks. <laughs> Parsons that says, is the truth. Parson says screwdrivers. <laughs> Just like that. Um, uh, Brittany says vintage Pyrex Tupperware. It's an interesting answer. Mike Perry says socks between regular and athletic socks and softball socks and dress socks and then an absurd collection of bougie design dress socks. It's bad, man. Um, I'm kind of with him on that. I've got a lot of athletic socks, regular socks, and lots of socks, man. Where's your bouge? Um, Will says Pokemon cards for sure. I probably have over 10,000 of them. Fuck yeah. And the entire oh gosh. Up to $2,000. Um Pluto says, oh, wow, where do I start? How about my plants? I have over 100. Um, There's another plant. There's another one, yeah, for that. Yeah. Plants making the comeback in 2020, man. Um, And now I'm going to play some videos before we bounce out of here. Nope, I got a couple more texts. Sarah says bourbon. Sarah, I'm with you. You know bourbon has my heart. Mike Anderson says pennies. I don't know if he's being facetious or not, but I guess the guy collects pennies. Um, Ethan, a.k.a. Wheatthin. Well, you already know. It is my big ass video game collection. I have a certain amount of video games. Every game. Yeah, we're both uh, video game collectors, especially retro video games. Uh, Lindsay, you're up. What's up? 
Unfortunately, I am at work this evening, so I will have to watch this afterwards. Um, but I actually own an absurd amount of socks. Um, where I used to work at a retail store, anytime we would mark down socks, I always bought a pair. So I've got countless, countless pairs of socks literally overflowing out of my drawers. Everybody has so many socks, man. Um, we've got Morgan. Look at this tiny pepper. Look at it. It oh, says I'm high. Look at this me? pepper. It's cute. Bite it. Eat it. Yeah. It's so small. Does it hurt? She's just it's high it's and eating a pepper. No, we didn't give me pe Was it was it a sweet pepper? Was it a spicy pepper? We yeah, didn't it, had been a, it had to have been a sweet one, I would I would say. Um Olivia says, uh, fuck you with a middle finger. That's pretty cool. Fuck you, Olivia. Fuck you, Olivia. Yeah, definitely. V? I own an absurd amount of tea. Lots and lots and lots and lots of tea. And I will sit and drink every one of them. Don't shame me because, guess what? I'm just going to drink my tea. I'm just trying to drink my tea. She's trying to drink some tea. And? I drink my tea. Steph, this is a great answer. Steph says dogs and cats, and there's just animals. Oh, hell yeah. Look at those little pups. Look at those. Oh, oh those no. Dogs oh, and cats. No. I love this so much. I know. No, <laughs> we need more of this. I know. We, uh, we need more of this on this show. I will definitely let Steph uh, You know what? Fuck this. The next, the next few weeks, one of my next one of my next, one of my next uh, uh, polls is going to be just show us your yeah. pet. Yeah. Show us your fucking pets. I'm going to wear a shirt that just says that. his Facebook status. And people you know, just it, it was Yeah, so people just it, it all pours in like that's that's what that's what people need to see in their social media. Yeah. Is their, is, that's that's the way it goes. All right. But not in the we house. Got, yeah. All of <laughs> so the in the It the just house, makes me wonder what what does your living room smell like? Uh, hamster cage and cat farts. Ugh. Oh All right, uh, your dogs, he has like seven dogs and three kids in one house. Kids and dogs. He bathes dogs. Yes. He also bathes children. Like little kids, and he's like, "When are you coming to visit?" And I'm like, "I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> not at least for like eighteen years." <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, give him a hot minute to uh, get it all worked okay. out. All right, I got a couple. Of, yeah, a couple of like, Mike, I can smell your house through my phone. <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not. This is <laughs> all right. All right, I got just a couple of snaps to go, and then we're gonna play the fucking decades trivia game to get somebody out in Holler Nation to win some free camo CBD stuff. By the way, we. We're always going to have a camo CBD giveaway game. Um, we, we worked this out a few weeks back, and now it's just happening, and it's working through, and it's wonderful. If you like what you're seeing, give us a follow on Facebook. Check us out at officialholler.com, all that good stuff. Um, it's happening here. Uh, this one comes from Marty. By the way, I asked, what was your – Going out ritual, your pregame, your party ritual. If it was party night, you're hanging with your peeps, your girl, your boy, whatever. Let's go. Marty says, uh, before going out, I would normally put on some shorts or pants, a shirt, shoes, and a watch. 
and then I will see where the night takes me. Solid. We didn't freeze, by the way. We were just sitting. That's the end of that one. And then this next one comes from Jessica, and she says this is what her normal uh, pregame, you know, party night situation was. Um, that's too sad for me to do. Trips down memory lane are getting harder and harder. No, they're great. If you would just do it like I miss pregaming, you would love it. What? The- Michelle, you're so unbothered right there. I'm so sorry. I have a really <laughs> cute buzz happening. What's happening? <laughs> we are nearing the most right, giveaway. I'm done anyway. Because nobody on Facebook responded to my post because I said the word COVID on it. The algorithm fucked <laughs> me. And thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. You should have whispered it like I did. We're going to give away some camo CBD. Get ready. It's the Decades Trivia Game. Listen to all of our past episodes at officialholler.com. The way this is going to work, we have 80s trivia. We have 90s trivia. Jake and myself are chewing that up as we speak. Gracie will be keeping score. Gracie, please have your notepad ready. Uh, the first person in the live chat, so all of you out there for Holler Nation, first person to get three questions correct, you're going to win a camo CBD prize pack, which is a sample pack. You get one of each shot, and you get a pack of gummies. So that's three things that you'll get. Um, you will DM us your address. Yeah, we will mail them to you. Um, that's how that's going to work. Gracie is going into, um, I'm not sure what type of mode right now. She I'll tell you game. what mode I'm going into is drinking more. I hear that. So wait, so I can't play. Friend. I have to listen to the questions, but I'll I can't answer I'll tell you what, Sean, you can play. You should be able to play. You can play. I mean, I don't want to play to win. I mean, win anything. It's okay. But like, Actually, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the way we should go. Everybody, like, Mayshawn's going to play through. If you can throw his answer up, if he's right, obviously, then, you know, throw his answer quicker. The sooner the correct answer goes up, the sooner we count it for you. And then if we get those answers, let's go. I mean, let's go. Let's let's get this. is So, Mayshawn, we already are going to send you some camo stuff. You already model for them anyway. You're, you know, like you already yeah. get three of their stuff. So let's uh, help. Yeah. And it was audience. good. I, re- I need to restock up, actually, because okay, okay. I really we'll, we'll, use that package. We'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. We'll make it happen. Uh, let's get our audience. Okay, sorry, I couldn't find my pen. Let's get our audience what inside of this one. Um, oh, by the way, Mayshawn gets it right. Calm down, Mom. This is all about, this is all about the chat. So if you're in the chat and you're listening, we're now, here, Dallas. Let's go. Here we go. She says, "It's about time." I'm sick of listening to you, fucking dipshits. She's probably sick of you two, not me. That's, that oh fun. look, he's got to get up now. He's ready. All right, Holler Nation. I'm going to kick this thing off with a 90s question. JD, we'll have your 80s one next. Um, you know, and if nobody gets this right, we'll move on to the next one. First one to three, you're going to win the prize pack, the camo CBD sample pack. And here is your first question. Which character did Dustin Diamond play in Saved by the Bell? What was his character's name? Let's go. Can we go? Can we get some uh, soundboard sounds while we've got the uh, public chat happening here? Am I writing it down, JD, or am I saying it? Well, I mean, if you say it, 
whoever's out in the Actually, I, I like the way you're doing it, Mayshawn. Since you're out of the game, you write it down first. We'll see what Holler Nation has to say, then we'll see if you get it. Okay, we've got the correct answer right here. First person is Nancy. She says, Screech. Mayshawn, what did you write? Mayshawn wrote nothing. Okay, cool. Uh, Nancy, one point for Nancy. Um, JD, up with the 80s question. Can you see? Okay. So this is a – This is a. Uh, Can you see? Okay. Yeah, you you froze. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we got you. Okay, we got you on there. All right, so this is an 80s question, and this is about to get wild. About to get wild. <clears throat> All right, this is 80s, by the way. So he just did he, – he just did 90s. I'm doing 80s, and here's the question. What hemorrhoid ointment – was once widely thought of as a way to mask facial wrinkles. Got it. What hemorrhoid ointment was once widely thought of as a way to mask facial wrinkles? Call me. No, Mesha. No, I'm not doing it. We can't call you. We have to let. We have to let them do. Lindsay, do more I think Lindsay's got it. You got to see if that's correct, JD. You got to tell me in the chat. You got the preparation H. So Lindsay is the first one to ring in with that one. One point to Lindsay. Um, yeah, Mayshawn is two for two. That's what we're gonna do with you, Mayshawn. We're gonna give you a, a report card, like a yeah, you know, like a student. So so far you're at a hundred percent. These are easy. And by the way, uh, Holler Nation, I just want you guys to know, I do see everyone else that's throwing their answers out there. For example, the Screech answer, uh, Dallas and Kayla Bell both rung in, but after Nancy. And that one right there, Dallas and Kayla again rung in, but they were after they were after Lindsay. That's how we do the business. So it's whoever, it's, it's whoever's answer comes in first. Okay, back to the 90s. Here we go. Which singer released the album Jagged Little Pill in 1995? Love that one. Love it. Y'all know it. this. It's throw it great, in the chat. Throw it in the great album. Boom. And if my mother doesn't put this one in first, I'm going to be I disappointed. To that whole album. I, I Listen, my mom and I drove from Dover, Delaware to Honeycutt, Virginia, singing that right. entire album. That's for you, Bell. So Is she your virgin of me? Is she your uh, Mike, my Mike G was right behind her, but Lindsay rung in first. Oh, and Mayshawn oh. still got 100%. on the live chat. Mike G's came okay. in first. All right, where's Mike G's? On my, I see it. Well, on my end, this I is what I, I'm just. I see it. But if I'm the one keeping score and I watching, came in at the same moment. Came at the same moment. I can see it on the timestamp. Gracie is the ultimate. I believe hey, Mike. Hey, you're gets you're it. keeping track, Gracie. So Mike gets it. Mike gets the point. I'm sorry, Lindsay. You can uh, just win the next one, but Mike gets the next point. Sorry, so, sorry, Mike G. But uh, on my end, it looked different, and that's fine. So there you go. Um, back to right. the 80s. All right, this one's going to be interesting, and now I'm going to try to get everybody to really get a little deeper on this one. Uh, whose brother? This is where it gets interesting. Whose brother wrote seven songs for the movie Staying Alive, starring John Travolta? Hmm. Got it. Whose brother wrote seven songs for the movie Staying Alive, starring John Travolta? 
I just looked at him on Instagram last night. Looks like Mike got it right. Mike wins it again with Sylvester Stallone. That is the correct answer. Can we go ahead and throw that up there? Yep, that'll work. We I did not get the answer, by the way. I just learned something. We will take that. We will take that answer. Thank you very much, Mike. That is the correct answer. Sylvester Stallone's brother Frank wrote seven songs for the Staying Alive soundtrack starring John Travolta. And thank you, uh, Mayshawn, for being right again. So we got, I believe we've got it's Mike good. G at one answer away from a Camo CBD prize bag. Is that correct? Sounds like yep. it. Sounds like it. Sounds. Like all right. And by, the way, by the way, to rub it in, Lindsay says, uh, I'm also driving while playing. Uh, about to take you guys out while That's a bad idea, Lindsay. Maybe you should. Lindsay, do not car. text and drive. Um, okay, so we're back to the 90s. Here we go. Holler Nation. Mike G for the win if he gets it first. Which actress played the lead role in the film Clueless? What's the actress's name? Got it. JD throws his hands up as if he lived through the nineties or something, you know? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm li- literally watching the fucking there it is. Uh, he, <laughs> so got, he got it, right? A pretty <laughs> Yes. Pretty sure he got it. I'm pretty sure he got it. There it is. Mike wins. Well, it's over. Natalie the game is over. Lindsay. The game is over. He did he did uh I want no, do one more. Okay, we'll, we'll do one more. Okay. I mean, well, first off, number one, Mike wins. First of all, he said Alicia Silverware to begin with. And then corrected it to a two-worded answer. <laughs> That's incorrect. Which works. Which works, which is correct. It was Alicia Silverstone. The winner uh, is Mike Gadotti. Everybody give him a hand. And, yes, everybody give Mayshawn a hand, too, because he got it right. It's been titties. Fantastic. Uh, Mike Gadotti wins a Camo CBD prize pack that includes some wonderful stuff from CamoCBD.com. By the way, if you go to CamoCBD.com, and use the phrase J-O-D-I at checkout. You will get free shipping. It's wonderful shit. And uh, G, you're going to love this stuff, dude. You're going to love this shit. Maybe you want one more for fun or no? Yeah, we're on both sides. Yeah. Wait, are you about to dance? Yeah, what's what's that? Where's Mayshawn? No, I'm plugging you? my tablet. <laughs> oh, he, oh, I thought he was going to dance. I thought it was going to be like one of those weird Zoom meetings where he accidentally takes us to the bathroom. I want to say congratulations to Mike Gadotti for winning the Camo CBD prize pack. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting all that stuff right. That's wonderful. Uh, Brian, I have a question okay. for you. Uh, what American League baseball team's 1988 roster included the names Lemon, Noakes, and Whale Wander? Oh man, that is weird. That's a so 1988 Major League Baseball. This is down your alley, man. You got to get it. Major League Baseball. American League. American League. 1988 roster include the names Lemon, Noakes, and Whale Wander. 
Dude, I have no idea. Uh, the Minnesota Twins. The Detroit Tigers. You were so close. It was up there in that Midwest, man. You I, got got the, so yeah, I was in the right division. <laughs> you were. That is true. So throw me, yeah, if you don't mind, throw me one of those 90s. And stump me, man. Okay, stump me out. Chicago Bulls. Throw me a 90s trivia. Stump me out, dude. Talk amongst yourselves. I will find a good question to stump JD. We will. No, we're good. Hey, uh, Mayshawn, thank you so much. It was so much fun having you on the show. It always is. I feel like we should have you on like twice a year. I don't even give a fuck just for whatever reasons because I guarantee you, you're going to have so many things to talk about no matter what fucking year or month or whatever that you even get on the show. You know, and hopefully one of which is you helping me uh, – with a it would have been more exciting last year. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's true. All right, JD. Um, I'm going to try to stop with some 90s okay. right here. I'm ready. Which Royal London attraction was first opened to the public in 1993? Ferris Wheel in London. What'd you say? The, the answer is Buckingham Palace. I would have felt that that would have been open way before that. I don't know. That's that's an odd one. They didn't let people in. Okay. Well, JD, I mean, what year was eBay founded? Uh, 1995. Here's your last question. I'm going to go musical with Fuck. you. By what nickname was Emma Bunton also known? This is music trivia. You nailed it. Baby, Baby spice. spice. It's been well, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Bill, 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 Bill. May Sean, thank you so much. We're going to have you back. We I, think he's I think we already lost. He's frozen by the magnificent soundboard. It's been. Alright. Holler Nation, hey, baby, we love you. Thank you for sticking around. We're gonna give away camo CBD every single time. Oh, Diabetes. We're out of here, guys. Boom shakalaka!